Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about Better Call Saul Season 3, Episode 2, it's called Witness. Full spoilers for the episode as always. Well... <laughs> Where well, do you want to start? I don't even... <laughs> this, what an episode already. This was, a, this was an emotional ride of... Again, we seem to be coming into this this pattern here of watching Saul and going, no, don't do it, don't do it, shut up, you fool. And we open with this wonderful sequence of Chuck just checking all his locks, just casually, but he's checking them all one by one, every single yeah. one. And then there's this, this guy we've never seen before, you know, playing cards. I know, for himself. a second then I thought I'd forgotten something or missed something. I was like, nope, no, nope, he definitely wasn't here. He's never seen him before. No, no, I was like, oh, this is a this is a bodyguard or PI, it turned yeah. out to be, but same difference. Like, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. point is, is there's someone there to catch him or be a witness. I know, and do you know what? The fact that we're there going, no, don't do it, don't make such a mistake, here, is incredible th- when we know he has to make mistakes. Here's, here's the thing, right? So we get to the scene at the end, and we see, we'll get all the stuff in between, but Jimmy leaves the office and he, we know where he's going. He's obviously going there. And I love that Howard comes over. By the way, Howard, very funny, <laughs> tra- jumping over the, the wall. And, oh my God, I've Joey, never left. Joey made me think of, actually. See, see when he like stepped up in the, the kid's uh, like, you know jungle gym and he yeah. looked over the wall? I got this real Alan Tudyk vibe from him. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's the hair as well, though. Yeah, he's got a bit of an Alan Tudyk look to him at times. Yeah. But he, so... He comes over and his entire scene with Chuck is like, this is crazy. He's not going to do this. He's not going to and, come and, and steal it. And we know exactly what's going on. Yeah, and because yeah, because we was like, what can he do with it? Or oh, maybe if they catch him, try to take it. That's an admission of the of its uh, like its validity. Yeah. So, in the entire conversation, oh, okay, we'll relax the thing. And Chuck even says in the scene, he'll probably come at night because that's when it's you know that's the obvious time to come and try and steal something is when you think I'm asleep. He does says, but I wouldn't put anything past it. Saul comes in like a goddamn f- he kicks down the door in broad daylight and starts screaming <laughs> and starts screaming you take me you take me he, he keeps I was like Saul shut up I know it's that, that's what that's so impressive though isn't it that we can be like we know he has to go on this downfall and relatively soon but oh we're just God. like stop doing it stop making mistakes just just don't oh my God I was I was just. Oh, I, I couldn't react. I was just sitting there being like, no, don't do it. And there's that moment when at the end when Howard comes out, tells him to stop, P.I. comes out and he's like, you witnessed this? Yep, yeah. you witnessed this, you're my witness. And Saul knows. Saul knows what he just did. Yeah. And that's the he's end of the, the episode. I, I love that the episode ends just on the, the silence and yeah. just the, the, the ticking clock. And it bookmarks it as well because it bookmarks it with just uh, this house. We don't see Chuck in between. He's not in any of the scenes in the middle. It's just no. start and end. Yeah. Do you, know, you know you know when we saw Howard jumping over the walls and it was kind of that comical scene? Yeah. And I had a thought. You remember when, when Howard was like the ultimate villain of this show? <laughs> well, yeah, because I remember it was like... It, it, he turned out to be okay because everything was Chuck. That was, that was the first yeah, big... Yeah, like... but that was quite late at the end of season one, right? Yeah, yeah, that was quite late on season one. But that was the big revelation to us is that Chuck's the one who secretly doesn't want his brother to be a lawyer because he thinks he's not yeah. good enough. But I was just watching this comical scene and it popped into my head. It's like, <laughs> man, he was the bad guy. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, but all that good stuff, because obviously in the middle of the episode... 
Ernie comes by and tells Kim, and Joe, you know I loved. I loved it right before this scene. Uh, they've, they've hired a new a new receptionist who's dealing Paralegal. with the Paralegal. Paralegal, yeah, whatever. Same difference. That's what she's doing. Uh, she's answering phones. In this right. situation, yes. Uh, and they clearly establish she has no previous legal experience, so... But she's still a paralegal. She's going through the files. This is this is her job. Whatever! I'm just saying. <laughs> Whatever, she answers phones <laughs> and sorts files. The only difference is the files may have something important in it, so therefore she gets a new title. Goddamn Pretty secretary. <laughs> Slash receptionist. Anyway, so... So they hire her, and which, by the way, I love that during the interview, like, Jimmy gets bored, and he's, like, rocking, he's in the foreground, it's a perfect shot for it, he's out of focus in the foreground, just rocking into frame, as Kim's getting, because she wants to have a serious interview, and she wants to interview more people, yeah. and so I was like, nah, nah, that's just, she's great, Can, can she's you perfect. start today? <laughs> oh, it's great, but what I love is, she ends up, she ends up being quite good, she has that scene where she's answering the phones at first, and... Jimmy's just in the foreground moving furniture around to hide the crookedness of the... Joe, Joe, what, what's that place that he tells her to, to talk to Cracker something? Ah, uh, Cracker Jay? Nah, Cracker Crack, Jack. Cracker Bell? Something like that. Right, but it cracked me up later on because it's just in the background she's just saying to someone, oh, have you, have you had today's Super Cracker Bell? <laughs> <laughs> just in, in person to one of them. But she's sit, she's sitting there right, and she's like, they've got like all these old people, and it's like Jimmy's going through them as he, he's been. I've seen him been doing. He's, he's had a list of clients, and Kim's came out and asked her to do something and uh, to, to confirm a date or whatever, and she's there, right? And they're, they're both out of their offices, and they look at each other, and they sort of smile, and Kim looks genuinely happy, like they've made it. There's this genuine moment of absolute, we did this, we have succeeded, yeah. and we are happy, and it is the very next scene that Ernie drops this news onto Kim's lap and it just shatters the whole thing. Yeah. And everything about the way this is handled, I love because Kim comes in and she's 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 kinda angry at first and she like brings this up. But she immediately goes to the obvious legal knowledge that she has and says, Well I can't really do anything with this tape. He has a plan for it, certainly he taped it for a reason because he he would know it wasn't going to be Yeah. It wouldn't be useful in a court of law when he did it, because he's smart enough. He he's Chuck, right? Yeah. Um but I love that she immediately starts trying to help him. She is concerned for Jimmy. But my favourite part of the whole thing is that Jimmy looks really upset, but not for a second do you think it's because he might be in trouble. He is upset because Chuck has betrayed him. Yeah, and like he says, he was genuinely like thinking Chuck had you know broken and he was just trying to help. He was trying to do the right thing. It was a lie. Uh, yeah, and it's, it's really sad. And I love that you, know, you said, oh, Kim was really angry. I don't think she was even angry at Jimmy. I think she's just angry at Chuck for having done it. Yeah, maybe. I mean, obviously she's heightened emotions, but what I mean is, is, is the scene went on, it, it grew more to concern for, for Saul. It, she, she was yeah. clearly concerned about him, and she kept asking if he was okay. And he, he was like, oh, I've got clients, and the day went by, and not our favourite little touch. They made it really obvious at the end of the scene, because I, I thought, but I, I noticed it before this. It was, yeah, uh, same. And he's rolling it with when his he, He's rolling the tape, and he's made the logo on the wall that he's been doing all episode, and he's been building this up, and it's just as it's almost complete again, that moment of happiness, and then it all comes shattering down. And he's doing the thing, the wax on, wax off, with his thumbs on the tape, and it's as she's in the foreground explaining to him, well, this, I mean, you can say, you just said that to make him feel better. You thought he was thought he was ill he thought he needed to hear it that's what you told him and she goes through the different options and he's like i'm fine kim i'm fine but as though as he's doing it he's doing it and i when just it, waiting when, for him to rip it out yeah yeah when he kept doing it i was like, all right they're going to actually make a point of have him rip it at the end because yeah. he, he, he can't do it the proper way he has to finish and go he, off he and be the firecracker yeah he, he is 
It was so good. It was. So it was. It was one of those moments where I know exactly what they're going to do, but it's earned because you know what they're going to do because they've set it up so well. Oh yeah, yeah. It's seeded. It's absolutely seeded. It's yeah. oh, it's fantastic. And actually, I I love Kim in this episode again because she doesn't. I I think like a year ago, two seasons ago, we just expect her to get angry, but they have such a great relationship now where it's so complex. Where it's like, yeah, he does things that are wrong, and she knows what parts are wrong, but she lives with some of it, and she. But, but she knows and does believe that he did tell this for the right reason. You know, that's yeah. that's what's caused this. It was ultimately him trying to do something good, and she knows that. Because I, 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 I don't know if everyone's been in this situation, but I think I've certainly been in a situation where I've I've done something that I know will piss someone off, right? Right. Or maybe not done it intentionally, but I've done something that has resulted in pissing someone off. But sure, for, who hasn't? But for whatever reason, it's gotten serious to the point where I'm really worried about whatever it was for whatever reason. Yeah. And the person stops being angry at me and just starts being concerned. And it's this like proper sign of love. It's like this, you sure. know what, I'll get over the angry part, right? Clearly this is a big deal for whatever reason, right? Mm. I've certainly been in that situation, right? Once or twice. Not too often. It's not something you happen often in your life, but it does happen. And that's what yeah. this felt like to me. It, it yeah. felt super genuine because of that. And they have such a complex relationship that feels real that it worked in every single level. Absolutely. it's Their, their relationship has been fantastic. And it's going to be crushing to see when and how it goes wrong. Because it has to. See, the thing is, though, is like in season one, I, or even early season two, when she was having all her doubts, I was like, she is going to jump ship the moment like he starts going down, right? But now I'm kind of thinking she's going to stick with them so long that she's going to be irredeemably damaged as well. I think she's going to stick with him so long, and she's going to be the one that's going to end up going, you know, going down in trouble instead, for whatever reason. And it'll take her reputation. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd necessarily say instead, but I think she's okay, going maybe down not as well. She, he's got to go down some degree, obviously. Yeah, I mean, he might cut and run at the last second, which will feel really scummy, and we might hate him for it because yeah. he's put her in that place. It uh, depends how they handle that, but the like, oh man, yeah. relationship is so good, so good. It really is. All right, so we've praised and we have we have talked great things, and we haven't even talked about Mike and what he gets up to. And Saul does get included in this, of course. There's a big, a lot, very long scene with Saul. Yeah. Now, so he follows the tracker. He follows it to this guy who, in any exchanged hands, it goes to this new guy. He follows this guy. The only thing I want to point out, it was a, there was a good scene of him like, tracking this guy. It was all entertaining, him in the nightlight and all Do the you know rest what? of it. I love it. It was, it was a good 10 minutes or so, this opening bit. Mm. There's only like three lines of dialogue. You know when the, the, there's the handoff and the, yeah. he's like, the, guy, he's, the guys are like, oh, we're awake and you know, better yeah. stay awake. That's it for like that whole 10 minutes. Yeah, it's that, just enthralling. Mate, mate driving, tracking, and you know, he's, there's that bit where he's like on the sort of the bridge and he's like, us right here and he looks down and the guy's there. And do you know what I love about this bit is obviously, again, it's a callback to Breaking Bad where we saw him doing these exact drops. Mm. You know, he took Jesse out and did it. It's like, ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. Uh, one, of, one of the things I really like is the next place he goes, it's like it's like five tunnels. There's like five big water sort yeah. of ducks, right? The first shot of that was really wide. And I, I know it wasn't, but it looked like a miniature. I don't know if that was just me, but it, it was the way it was lit. It just it looked like a mm. miniature to me. Like they just built like this... Uh, but obviously, it's in for close-ups, and you can tell it's actually real. But it yeah, just yeah. the wide shot felt like a felt like a miniature to me for some reason. Uh, so he follows him, and he gets to the next morning, 
and he's followed him to a place and he gets out and he goes into this building. It's I knew where it was as soon as the car parked. Oh, no, so did I, but this is the thing. Like, See, see when he was following with the Broncos, it's, it keeps close up. Yeah. I was like, it's going to tilt. At any second, I'm, it's going to tilt and shows for, the sign. What I was waiting for is for the guy to go and he, and you know and he'll he'll mark where it is and go. Okay, this is where this yeah. place and to is. Be and fair, just him look we, we knew this was coming this episode because they heavily advertised who was popping up in this one. Yeah. So, but he gets out, and I was expecting it to tilt at any second because it kept because it, it was it was very clearly just staying at window height the whole time. Yep. It was just falling at window height. I was like, any moment, camera's going to tilt. I know. We're going to see the sign, and it, it didn't. The guy came back out and he left, and then it, it lingers on Mike for a good bit, and then it was, then the camera cuts to like behind like the car and make it look quite far back, and then the camera starts to tilt up, and then it gradually it reveals. Pulls and... Do you know what it is with? It treats it as such a moment, which obviously it is. But can you imagine this scene if you'd not seen Breaking Bad? Oh, it'd mean nothing. It would mean absolutely. It would literally mean nothing. nothing, and it'd be like, okay, what's the big deal? Because it's you. Even if you hadn't seen that, you would clearly get that this is supposed to be a moment because because of how it treats it and it would just feel so hollow but you should have watched Breaking Bad yeah yeah that's on you frankly yeah yeah you should just watch Breaking Bad if you've not watched Breaking Bad you're making wrong life decisions quite frankly absolutely Uh, right but so it gets Saul in to go in because obviously they'll know who Mike is anyone who's involved in this organisation will know who Mike is because they've been tracking him for a reason so he sends in Saul and Saul goes in orders some food and what I love is that this entire scene plays in real time yeah. From the moment he walks in, the whole thing as he goes round, and actually one of my favorite little points as well is, as he's walking in at the start, you hear the audio of him and Mike uh, having the conversation, setting it up, saying, "Right, mm-hmm. you're gonna go in, you're gonna do this, and watch this guy with the bag." And there was times when Jimmy would ask like a really dumb question, and even though you couldn't see them, I could see Mike's face in my head. You could, just, I could, you could see him. Go, <sighs> I could see his reaction. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he goes in and he orders his food. He gets his food. He sits down and he, he he's looking around, and obviously the whole time like. Where is he? He's way he's way too obvious though, isn't he? Uh, at this point, he, he, very oh Saul! Oh, you mean Saul? Yeah, right, Saul. Right, okay, right. I was I was jumping yeah. to something else. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, uh, yeah Saul. It's a Saul's, bit later. Yeah, he has no he has no sense of uh, casual. <laughs> he's just kind of like... not eating. He's not drinking. He's just sat there going. Where are they? So so yeah, so, is is not his forte. No, no, it's, it's not, not his forte, but. So he's waiting around and he's looking around and obviously I'm thinking, right, where is he? Where's I know you're you're looking, aren't you? Where's Gus? Where where's Gus Fring? And so I'm looking and he's he's not there, of course, yet. And the guy with the bag comes in. He sees the car and again he follows him up and he falls. And this is where he gets really suspicious. Is he actually gets up and moves seat to get a better view? <laughs> he he kind of justifies it because you see he hasn't eaten anything. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of sat down, and then he gets up and he, he puts the stuff in his coffee. He does it. Too much so it's sugar. like he just... Yeah, yeah, but he, it's like he just sat there while he sorted himself out, gets up, because that was next to where the, the sugar and all that was, gets up and does his coffee, and then goes and sits in the seat I'm he point, I'm to. pointing out the sugar, though, because I could see the joke coming where he was going to take a drink of it and then realise, oh, crap, I've put, like, ten sugars in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought he was Miss Paul. I thought, like, when he, he wasn't looking at the cup while he was pouring the sugar. I thought some of them were going on the counter. All right, yeah. No, it was, it was just it was just justifying being there for so long, so he kept doing it. But yeah. obviously, he had to... But so he's sitting there. And what I love is he's, he's carefully watching this guy. And the guy's just eating. He's got the bag at his feet, and he's eating away. And it's all playing out. And the camera cuts, goes to a close-up of Saul. Really shallow depth of field. So Saul's in yeah. focus. Every background's completely out of focus. 
and it's so sly. They knew exactly what they were doing here because yeah. I noticed it fairly quickly, but I didn't notice the moment he walked on screen. No, me either. It, you know, because at first, because he is in focus, you're watching his face. Yeah. You're watching you're wa- what he's seeing, yeah. his reaction. You're watching his focus. And then your eyes just wander. And you just you just kind of see the guy in the but, yellow shirt but, but, in the background that, cleaning. This, this is the beauty of it, though, is that because your focus isn't on him, because he's already there when you notice him, Yeah. your heart sinks and you go, oh, shit, I know exactly who that is. It's fantastic, isn't it? I, because he always wore that shirt. Yeah. He always came out front and did this job where he cleaned up things. and Yeah. It doesn't matter that he's out of focus. As soon as you just see the the, the figure in the yellow shirt, it's like and the camera lingers on this shot for so long. It, he gradually gets more closer and closer to the camera, and Saul has no idea that the and kingpin you, you of can, this entire criminal organization is standing right behind him. It's fantastic. You can almost see Gus watching him. You know, be so obvious that he's watching this bag. You can just see him. St- you can, oh, it's great. Even though he's out of focus. And the funny thing is, is I, I don't even think it plays it. Obviously, though, that he may or may not know. Like, I, I don't think it's like, oh, he definitely does know at this point that that Saul's watching for stuff. I don't think it's like that at all. I, uh, I feel, I feel like he doesn't really know anything for sure. Obviously, the bit with the the, the trash can when he goes up and he, he's yeah. like, because because Saul like an idiot, he's got his head in the. Oh, he's quite smart. He's quite quick thinking. He just takes off his watch and throws it in. So that's that he, what I was thinking. You just say you drop something and you yeah. know just quickly do something. But it's like, actually there. Like so when when he Gus pulls out the, the, the you know the bin and he looks in, yeah, he finds it. So yeah, it works. But and I, I think honestly, up until this point, maybe he's suspicious, but I don't think he definitely thinks one thing or the other. I think he's, I think Gus is good at what he does because he's very cautious. I think he is, and he's clearly got his eye on Saul already. Yeah, but I don't think he initially thinks, oh, this is definitely a thing. It's when Saul's very memorable car <laughs> pulls out behind him from yeah. across the street. You know, say. 15 minutes after he's left the restaurant mm. that, saw, that Gus stands up in the you know in focus in front of the frame with the cars in the background staring and thinking and, yeah and he just he has this thought which of course leads to the next day they, they lure Mike out to this road in fact one of my favourite shots of the episode is actually it's when Mike gets out of the car and we've got this, this, this hill on the road and it's like the horizon line and it's like just shimmering with the heat and you just see like Mike's head come up from under yeah, the Yeah, you just see the top of the car and just like Mike and his, maybe it's like chest up and just, it's just like you see what what this person knows is there. But no, even even before that though, like Mike actually appears from under the oh, horizon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I love about it because the, you can sort of just see this, maybe this, like the top scrape of the car, no more. Yeah, like, yeah, it's just the very top. But then his head comes up and it's yeah. just it, it feels like he's looking over the horizon to see something it's, it's like they've almost hidden hidden the where the tracker is like if there's a car waiting down there they could theoretically be hiding because of where he is on the horizon yeah and uh but of course Very it's just exciting. a phone with the tracker and uh makes like hey <laughs> what up pretty much and and that's now the question is is it the man himself on the other end maybe I think I think at this point he might respect him because he was smart that, enough. That's to... what I mean. He's like, I want you, sort of thing. Like, I, I I can see your potential. Yeah, you're smart enough to outthink me here. So, yeah, yeah, you you get you get me yourself, myself. You get and, the, the and main that's man. very in line with you know his portrayal. Hmm. Yeah. So, no, I I still can't go over that that shot when he's in the background though. And you... it's just that moment where your eye is kind of unfocused because you've been staring at, at Saul for just, you know, a good 10, 15 seconds, whatever it is that you've been staring, watching him watch. 
and then your eyes just drift and you just you just catch it and then that's it the whole scene changes you're staring at something else for the rest of it instead and it's just it it, it's, it, it just it ties into that idea of Saul being kind of ignorant of like the larger world he's in just in general yeah. like, that's just how he is so as Gus gets closer to him and we know it's the the the, the leader of this king this criminal empire is right behind him and Saul is oblivious he does not know yeah it's he's kinda... literally because there's a shot where he gets closer and closer and you can literally see he's right next to him yeah. and obviously then he walks past him but it's that close it's like touching shoulders just nothing but it's such a and again this is another scene where if you have not seen breaking bad this means absolutely nothing to you uh, no i at least appreciate this bit means it works on its own though because you still have saul watching the bag so there's still something. If you've not seen Breaking Bad, and you don't know who oh, Gus see, is. I, I don't. I don't think it does because it lasts too long. I, I think, think? If, if if that's all you know in that scene, I think mm. you're going. Why the hell is this this lasting over a minute? Because it lasts like a minute at least. It does, that. and but at least you can think. Oh, they're really building the tension. You know, really, you know, playing up the real time element. There's there's enough there that can justify it. I don't think. Whereas see, you can't watch it without the knowledge, though. I, I can't. And I, I, I can't. think it lasts too long. I think. Without the interest in what's behind them, I don't think it... That's fair. I don't think it actually justifies its length. Uh, but because we know Gus, because we know who that is, and because we've not seen him yet, and it's building to him, it's perfect. But it if is. you've not seen Breaking Bad, it means nothing. But again, that's on you. Watch Breaking Bad. Uh... <laughs> and more importantly, if you're watching Saul and not seen Breaking Bad, why? What are you doing? Yeah, stop right now. Go back and watch Breaking Bad, then watch the rest of this. Yeah, seriously, it's worth dignity it. already. It's just, it's just, it's worth it. Trust us. Um, but no, that was <laughs> that was the episode. It was, it was those, pretty fantastic. Those two big plot lines, but they were both fantastic uh, for different and, and reasons. And I love that it's uh, for. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you recall in season two. One of my problems overall with the season was how uh, the Sol and Mike plots were so separate. There wasn't really much overlap. Hmm. Whereas this already, with two episodes in, it's like, okay, let's bring them together. Let's let's force them to be joined because uh, that's why that never bothered me though, because I knew it would happen. I, I knew it point. would happen, but for like it was an entire because season one they were kind of linked with because they were sharing some stuff. Season two was so separate that it would have been nice to see a little bit more of them together for me. That was kind of what dragged it down. Hmm. I, I don't think it's a big deal. Not after because it's it's last, not in the long because last season both plots were great, so it wasn't like no, no, I agree, and it's not a problem in the long run. It was just in the season I, I, I oh. wanted a bit more of it at the time, and I like that now. It's like okay, we'll bring them together and we'll do the Gus stuff because they've both got to get in on this. Yeah, although clearly, Mike first. I don't think Saul's right in there yet. I no. I think Saul maybe maybe he ends up there through Mike. Maybe he. It's probably through Mike either way, but yeah. I'm saying like I either it's just as a result of knowing Mike, or is there something other element that draws him there? Does he need help from them? Does he need something? Or does... yeah, I feel like something happens and Mike goes, "I can trust him." Let's let's talk to him. <laughs> I can't imagine Mike saying he can trust Saul, but okay. But no, but that's the thing. I think he can. Like, even though he he's very like you know Saul, he's very sketchy. He's always proven dependable to Mike, even like with this. Where okay, get... oh, sure. Okay, well, I, I think what I mean though is that, that the idea of him saying he can trust him, though, it doesn't ring true to me in the sense that 
he can trust them in a legal sense. He can trust them to keep quiet. He can tr- trust them for those things. But I don't think when I imagine Mike saying he can trust someone, I think to me that means Mike saying he can he can trust the person to watch his back, like someone sure. who who can be out there. I, I mean, the scenario that he's in means he needs someone in a legal capacity. Right. Okay. That someone why, why he would have to go to Saul in the first place, and he and that's the only one in that field of of law that he trusts. Oh sure, yeah, he doesn't know a lot of lawyers. That's fine. Uh, but no, it was, it was a great episode. So, uh, let us know what you thought of this one and the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mail underscore fuzz for channel updates. What? I just thought of something. It was, it was. I was going, before we started. I was going and checking the intros, oh, and yeah, I noticed something it's... while I was watching it. Actually, so in season one, the intro sequence is in full color. In season two. It adds in these flashes of black and white. The, in, now in this, the black and white bits last longer. And it's like, oh, we're getting closer to that whole black and white section ah, of, of his life. And he's he's slipping away. The color's going out. Very good. I really liked it when I noticed it. My guess is five seasons. So I'm thinking it'll be season the five. The final season will just be full of black and white. Intro. Yeah. Season yeah. five will be full black and white. Next season it'll be... I'm imagining this season it's more 50-50. Would you say it's 50-50? Uh, yeah, maybe slightly over, but it's close. Right. Yeah, that'd be my guess. I, next season, it'll be mostly black and white, which is a little bit of colour. You know, flash yeah. like, like the opposite of season two. And yeah. then season five, presumably that's the final season, that'll have uh, all black and white. But yeah, yeah. Uh, guys on Twitter, uh, thanks for watching, guys. And have you got any vanilla?